Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett herself and I'm Alyssa Smith, your host, joined by Sam. Sam, how are you? Oh, I'm good, but more importantly, how are you? We missed you last week. You've got Thank a you. uh, holiday glow going on there, <laughs> Yes, a nice week off in Vanuatu. Served me well, but I must say... I did miss the racing, that is oh. for sure. So I need you to bring me all up to date. <laughs> <laughs> We've got half an hour to do so, so I'm strapping myself in. I want to know, how was your weekend? Yeah, listen, the weather, wow, we were pretty lucky, I thought, at Durban. Really was anticipating a downpour of rain. Obviously, the whole sort of state was getting weather warnings and things, but we managed to get through the meeting uh, pretty unscathed on Saturday at Durban. I, didn't really have a whole lot of luck. Uh, my horse in the first ran a nice second and sort of inundated with a lot of scratchings, but I managed to boot a winner home on uh, Sunday. That meeting mm-hmm. was obviously a turf meeting at the Sunshine Coast initially and then transferred to the synthetic track. Uh, so, yeah, I rounded off the weekend with a winner, so it wasn't all bad. It <laughs> wasn't all bad indeed. <laughs> do you like that? when? It, how do you deal with that when it's transferred onto a different track? Well, it's probably easier for us as riders to, to deal with that than, you know, it's the trainers and they're preparing their horses, obviously, to run on the grass. Uh, there are some horses that handle the synthetic track better than others, so it may suit some people mm. more. You know, the change of uh, surface, maybe not so others, but, I mean, it is unfortunately part of the job. Um, we can't control the weather, and I thought we were pretty lucky to get through the whole weekend without really having too many disruptions. We'll speak to a very special guest in just a moment. In a trainer you've ridden mostly for during your riding career in Chris Months. Now, we'll talk to him in a moment, but how's this week treated you since the weekend leading up to this weekend? You've been pretty busy. Yeah, busy enough. To be, the weather sort of, I was meant to ride at Kilcoy on Tuesday and that mm. meeting got obviously transferred to Thursday. So we had trials and races Thursday. Um, we've obviously got Ipswich today. Busy day for me at uh, Eagle Farm. Uh, we've got Sunday off. Incredible. Wow. I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. What will you do with yourself? Uh, I might clean the house. Oh, come <laughs> on. You've got to do something more exciting than that. <laughs> hey, with trials and races in the same day as you mentioned, how do you handle that? Oh, well, you just, um, you have to be very organised. So yeah. I'll obviously pack my race bag as, and make sure I'm allowing for enough time and just monitor traffic's probably my main thing I've got to be wary of um, when I'm getting from point A to point B and allowing enough time to be, you know, to get there and be prepared for the races is, yeah, paramount. Obviously, it's not really ideal, but we just deal with it as it happens. Nice. And uh, leading into this weekend as well. All set, ready to go? All set, ready to go. Yeah, I've got some really nice rides on paper, obviously. Eagle Farm, you know, the weather's been good. Doesn't really matter too much there. Mm. You don't have to go to the races prior to wondering, oh, listen, if it rains, it's going to suit these horses and, and not others. Eagle Farm, it doesn't have that problem with the way the surface is. Rain, hail, shine, you're pretty much guaranteed the same. So I'm... You know, always the eternal optimist. (laughs) And that's what we love about you, that's for sure. (laughs) You're always positive. Uh, Wow, so you've been pretty busy indeed whilst I've been away. Thanks for the the catch-up. Let's bring in 
a champion jockey turned trainer, Chris Muntz, who you know very, very well. Chris, thanks so much for joining the show today. Morning, ladies. How are you going? Yes, very well, Chris. Very well, I'm indeed. Listening to all that activity that you've had through the week, I was, I was listening exhausted here. <laughs> oh, it's busier times now than maybe when you were riding. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're probably right there. <laughs> so, Chris, in listening to that, do you do you miss riding? Ah, uh, certainly the big days. Yeah, you, know, you, you still get a bit um, on uh, excited watching the big group ones and all those big days. I mean, they're certainly days you look forward to when you're riding. Probably the day-to-day, I, I don't really miss as much, but I mean, certainly big days, yeah. You've still got the very early starts, don't you, though, as a trainer? Oh, yeah, well, that's not something I miss, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, early starts every day. We're six days a week. We're up, we're up you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock, um, getting going with the horses. And, um, wow. Yeah, mm. they can be long days. Chris, it's like obviously you had a, a very successful career as a jockey. Did, when did you think that training was going to be your next port of call, you know, after that? Um, obviously, it's a fairly natural progression for quite a few um, jockeys to turn in that direction. But is it was it something you always thought you'd get into or was it something you just sort of woke up and thought, oh, maybe I can give a hand at uh, training some of these horses better than the ones that I have been riding? Oh, it was sort of, I mean... For me, Sam, I, I've always just enjoyed being around horses, um, and I've, it's just something I've always found. I just, I really enjoy the horses, and as I was riding, I was always used to listen to trainers that I'd ride for and try and pick their brains and try and um, learn more about the horses and what goes into it. And, and um, it wasn't. I actually went through. I, I got quite crook a few years back with cancer, and after that, I sort of realised well, riding wasn't everything, and um, you know. It, I'd sort of thought, what would I do? And as I said, I, I, I did want to have a try at training and, and, and see what, if I enjoyed it or not. And yeah, I, I have just, I loved it, the horses and everything like that. Obviously, there's a lot goes into it as far as a business point of view. But I mean, um, as far as the horses go, I could be with the horses all day, every day. Yeah, and I think it's fair to say, you know, I've obviously got um, Corey and Caitlin also help you out uh, with the training and stuff like that. So having that family there too, is obviously a, an advantage. So obviously when you're riding, they're not always there, but now you're training, you can have your whole sort of family on board and it might just, you know, mean a little bit more? Well, it is. And I mean, they, they work very, very hard. They're two, they're two good kids. I mean, I've got three children, but they sort of, they, they uh, are interested in the horses and they like to be involved. And my youngest fellow, he's, he's in the real estate, but the, the other two are really um, involved in the, with the horses. And, you know, I'd like to think that I'm sort of, trying to help them um, for when they get going down the track. If that's the path they want to go, well, you know, they've, they've learnt what to do and how it runs. But if they don't, well, so be it. They can move on to something else. But, um, you know, I always said when I trained, I, I don't do it because I have to. I, I was doing it because I want to do it. Mm, and, yeah, and that would always be, you know, I could, I'm not sort of the person that I don't have to train for the rest of my life, but it's just something that I do enjoy. I love the horses and I love having good horses around me. And I'm, I'm lucky at the moment that we have got some, very, very nice young horses coming through and some mares um, that we've had to be a little bit patient with, but we're finally reaping the rewards with. It's not often someone can say that they love or they do what they love. That's a very special thing there. Uh, with your kids, do you encourage them to get involved with riding? No, well, I, I, I didn't. And they don't ride. Um, Caitlin rides sort of um, recreationally, but mm. she's not a track work rider or anything like that. But 
um, Corey was actually, um, he was uh, up flying, he was a pilot up and flying and then he sort of just lost, he got cold feet with that and said, Dad, one day he just said, Dad, I'd like to sort of learn more about the horse and that and I said, well, well you know, if you want to come and give it a try and see what you think, he's been with me ever since and wow. he, he's very, very good with the horses now, I, I can be confident that if I go away for any period of time that he he can run the ship, him and Alan and Caitlin, that they do a good job and um, everything will get done. Yeah, they're both very hands-on. I see them there most mornings working hard and it sets a good example, obviously, for the rest of the staff if you've got, you know, them in there and it's a family affair for sure. But, you know, when obviously you were training, sorry, when you were riding, is there anything now that you bring into your training having ridden um, that, you, you know, I don't know, your normal trainer or your, your trainer that hasn't had the advantage of riding a race, like the benefits of that, do you think it helps you? Um, with your training and, and how you play sources and things like that? Yeah, I think it does, Sam. You know, I mean, and it's little things like, um, um, and it's hard for owners and some trainers to understand, like some horses, they may be bred to stay, but they can't or vice versa. They're yeah. bred to sprint, but they're better stay, that sort of thing. And I think that all comes down to being able to read your horse. And um, you've got to be able to, I suppose, um, adapt You've got to be able to adapt to your horse and, and train your horse, not train its pedigree, I suppose you could say. You've sort of got to look at the horse, and that's why I like seeing my horses every day. I really think you can miss something if you're not there with them and seeing something. It might only be something minor, but, you know, you might see a little uh, bit of heat in a, in a leg that wasn't there the day before, and, you know, you've got to back off. And sometimes those little things can go can go missed and you know there's a lot a lot goes into it that people don't see behind hey chris you've won more than 40 group one condition races including the big four melbourne cup cox plate golden slipper and caulfield cup uh is what's your goal as a trainer is there anything else left to achieve oh so i just want to have some i just want to have nice horses around me yeah you know i just um i just would like to have i don't want you know, I don't want a big number of 200 horses or anything like that. I just want to have a comfortable number of horses, but good quality horses that I can take to the races and um, know that they're going to be competitive. I mean, we all know they can't win every single time they go to the races. But, I mean, I just like seeing my horses going and, and racing to their, their potential. And for me now training, I see there's no greater thrill than getting a horse that people say can't win a race or, you know, has been limited and then taking it and win a race. And, I get a bit stubborn like that sometimes. I mean, I've seen a few horses come through where a few of the staff have said, I don't know why you're keeping it. And I sort of said, well, I know I can win a race with it. And, and that's just part of being a trainer. I think you get you get um, sort of focused on just trying to win races with your horses. It's the competitiveness coming out in you. <laughs> yeah, I think once you're competitive, you're like, you always are. It doesn't matter what you do in any aspect of life, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's, it's just... I just want to sort of, like I said before, just get the best out of every horse I've got. Hey, Chris, I just wanted to ask you, that turning point, I know you said you were really sick at one stage with cancer. I'm really sorry you had to go through that. Uh, was that the turning point, do you think, from riding to training? Well, I think that was a point where I realised there was more to life than riding. Yeah. You know, and I loved riding. And I, 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 you know, for me, riding, riding wasn't difficult. Riding was very easy. And I enjoyed riding, mm. but I realised that there was more to life. You, you sort of, and I, you know, I never begrudged the jockeys. They, they risk their lives riding horses every day, you know, when they go to the races and accidents happen, unfortunately, but that's the job that they, you know, they undertake. But, you know, for me, um, I've been very fortunate. I've never had any 
really bad falls or injuries when I was riding, and I, I sort of thought, well, you know, as I said, there's more to life than, than um, race riding. Yeah, it's fair to say, though, like, I see you and, and obviously, you know, the other trainers and the hours they put in, and it's fair to say I think training is definitely more time-consuming than riding. Like, for us, and as you know, you sort of you prepare yourself mentally, you go to the races, you ride, and then that's it. But then when you're training, you're there all the time. So um, yeah. I guess the satisfaction for you when you've obviously got me as, like, your two-year-old on Saturday, Miss Kuda, and then, you know, Palasapan mm. that's going so well down south. That, is that a different kind of satisfaction because you're putting in – sort of different hours and it's a different um, sort of success or different satisfaction, I should say, than you would have with all the success you had riding? Oh, there's no doubt, Sam, mm. you know, because you're, you're right. You're spot on. I mean, you're, you're there 24-7 sort of thing with your horses and it, you're right. There's a lot of work and time and effort into it and um, to win a race with them, is, it is, it's a great thrill and you, it's, um, it is satisfying. There's no doubt about that. Looking ahead to this weekend, Chris, you've got a pretty busy weekend, don't you? If switched to the uh, Nagel yeah, well, Farm, Gold Coast, Flemington. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be at Flemington. Um, I'll be at Flemington with Pelosi Parent. She runs in the um, Hard Empire Group One mares race down there over a mile, so um, I'll be down there with her. And then Corey will be up here with Sam on on Hot Spring Gold. Yes, and, um, you have to watch the winner and, uh, from the Anna Melbourne. Uh, hey. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of pressure on you, Samantha. Nah, no pressure. Uh, I think of the boys. Have the boys here got a share in Hot Spring Gold? Marking that? Is, yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, they yeah, do. Even more pressure. No, yeah, <laughs> no pressure, Sam. You've got to ride home a winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, so, uh, yeah, but no, it'll be a good weekend. It'll be a good weekend's racing. How do you keep across that? If you've got horses at several different meets, how do you stay across it all? Oh, well, it's a little thing called Sky Channel. <laughs> Sky Channel, and, and I, you know, obviously I'm talking to back up here on my phone. I talk to Corey all the time about the horses and that sort of thing, and Alan. Um, so I'm pretty well up to speed with everything that's going on. And um, I usually try and, um, you know, talk to the jockeys in the morning before the race. Not that they really need too much, sort of, just more sort of reminding them of any horses' bad habits or tricks that they might have up their sleeve. But usually they're done their form and they're pretty switched on these days and they don't need much help as far as that goes. I guess to say most of it's a sort of grand finale day by the time you get to the races as such because all the hard work and the prep to those get those horses to those meetings is done and so you know game day is game day it's just like you know Chris said um, you know having a chat to your jockeys and they should have done their form and know what's going on and, and hopefully enjoying the day and the success it brings. That's what we hope anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, can you give us an insight? What's Sam like to deal with as a jockey? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, I must admit, she's been very, very good. No, I, I, she, well, you keep uh, getting her back, so she must go all right. Yeah, she does. She does. She I'm like a weed. Well. <laughs> Hard to get rid no, of Sam rides very well. She's been good for our stable, and we we enjoy putting her on when we can get her. So it's, uh, uh, it works yeah, both ways. She's done a good job. Uh, Brilliant. Chris is one of my favourite trainers, and I'm not just saying that to you know because he's on, but he's been very, very, very good to me since I've been here, and you know, taking me down to Sydney and things, and fantastic. Beautiful. And you've been very, very good to us as well, Chris, today for giving up your time. Thank you so much. You have a very busy weekend ahead. All of the very best of luck, and especially at Flemington where you'll be. Thanks so much. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. That was Chris Munts.
Queensland champion jockey turned trainer, one of uh, a trainer that Sam knows very, very well and will be riding for this weekend as well. Well, plenty more to get through after the break, but stick with us because Queensland is your place to race. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Sam, it was great to speak to Chris Vance just a moment ago. Fantastic. He's, you know, obviously very good to me, very astute jockey and trainer in his own right. Absolutely. Let's look ahead to the weekend. He's got a very busy weekend, as do you as well. Let's start with racing later today, somewhere where you'll be at Ipswich. Yes, I was previously the South Proclus Pro, uh, Queen of Ipswich. <laughs> I really need to improve on my speaking English, um, but I do need to ride a winner at Ipswich, so hopefully it's today, because I feel like I just need to hold up my reputation. I'm just letting myself down a bit. So. Fingers crossed. Today. Today? Today's the day. <laughs> Today's, Today's the, day. the day. Fingers crossed you can do just that. And then we turn our attention to Eagle Farm tomorrow, where you'll also be. Yes. Yes. Busy day at Eagle Farm. With some really nice rides. Obviously, we're talking to Chris, I think. Mm-hmm. Hopefully his horse can win the last for him and the team here too. So that's even better. Uh, another horse I really like, Circularity. Friedman's, uh, Will and Richard Friedman ran super last start. So that's good. And I have got Sunday off. Amazing. You have Sunday off. We know racing heads to Cairns, but Sunday racing off, what will you do with yourself? I want to know. I want a better answer than cleaning the house. <laughs> um, let's finish off with racing on Saturday. Uh, Eagle Farm, as we mentioned, Aquas Park on the Gold Coast Toowoomba. That's the night meet there. And Aquas Bow Desert in the country by Calden, Home Hill, Dolby, Quoncurry and Yapoon as well. Then Sunday, a day off for Sam and she will be doing? Sunbathing. Sunbathing. Surely some sunbathing, That's, I reckon. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, find yeah, somewhere yeah, to do yeah. some sunbathing. Wear some SPF and you're, you'll be fine. Oh, I know. Imagine if I end up going Stay back home at some stage. I've been here in this beautiful Queensland for all this time and I don't come back with a tan. Terrible. <laughs> no, terrible indeed. <laughs> uh, and then you've got the day off because... Yes, Melbourne Tuesday Cup Day. Tuesday is Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, Who are you backing? I'm going for Durston. Obviously, mm. a little bit of a uh, Kiwi connection there. Yeah. Uh, Caulfield Cup winner, uh, young McDee's champion young fellow and um, probably an underrated, well, I would say he's an underrated rider, but I think you'll see a lot more of him going forward. He's a very polite and humble young man. And I think, you know, he rode the horse super well last start and I think it can win again. I hope it does for him. Brilliant. Fingers crossed. I'll keep an eye on that one. Sam, thank you for your time. And thank you also for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. It's been great to have your company racing the action continues this weekend across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is your place to race.